Oh my gosh, this is huge for us. This is the first episode of our podcast. <laughs> We're so excited. My name's Sarah. My name's Nora. And this is the Decom Boom. We're going to rewatch all of the Disney Channel original movies. Ever. S- all of them. And there's over a hundred. So. There's a lot of them, guys. And we we wanted to do this because we were like talking one day and we were like, oh my God, we should like try to rewatch every single Decom now that they're all on Disney+. And then Nora had the idea to just do a podcast about it. I was like, that actually sounds really fun. Yeah. It's like the perfect excuse to be like, we have to rewatch this like for a hobby. Yeah. It's for research. It's for work. Yeah. So it's not embarrassing that two adult women are not only watching all these movies, but like really like looking at them with a critical eye and being like, okay, so like, what is this even about? Yeah. Like analyzing them, you know, unpacking the themes, doing research on them. Doing research. It's honestly going to be so fun. You know how there's a lot of talk about how like young people's brains are so absorbent. Like it's the perfect time to learn a language or whatever. And when I was like 14, I was like, wow, I really wasted those absorbent years just being obsessed with Disney Channel. (laughs) There's that's what I'm an expert on. I know. I remember everything about it. Yeah. It's finally paying off. We finally have a A, a purpose for our knowledge. I'm like, I don't know where any countries are. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) For our first movie, we wanted to pick something that was like pretty iconic, pretty well known. Yep. So we settled on Cadet Kelly. Cadet Kelly. The one where Hilary Duff goes to military school. Mm-hmm. It's a good one. We, it's a really good we one. We enjoyed rewatching it. We really did. I mean, I loved this movie so much as a kid. So I knew that I really liked it. Um, and rewatching it, I was like, yeah, it holds up. It's like, um, it's like pretty much as good as I remember. Yeah, I, I feel similarly. It it premiered on March eighth, two thousand two. So, Nora, you were still quite little in 2002. Yeah. Definitely taking a dump in my pants. Ew. Okay, sorry. But I was like three years old. (laughs) Yeah, Nora was like three. I was like seven. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, like this is one that we don't remember the premiere of, but like definitely watched it They would play all the time. It was one of the ones that they re-ran, I think, the most. Yeah. So we saw it a lot. And honestly, that makes sense because I think it's one of the most um, like successful DCOMs of Mm. all time. Like, even, I mean, you know, clearly it didn't have like the lasting power of like High School Musical, but it got 7.8 million views on Ooh. premiere night, which for reference, the season four premiere of The Sopranos that same year, 2002, got 13.4 million viewers, which, okay, like twice as many, but, but like close. Yeah. And also like that was the most iconic The biggest show of the time. Show. And Cadet Kelly, it's like, this was before DCOMs were even that big of a deal. Yeah. So that's, that's like huge. very successful. Yeah. Um, And that was also a time when like people were all watching the same show. Like now there's so many popular TV shows. But at that time, like The Sopranos was kind of the only show that like everyone watched every week. Yeah. Um, It was the show. It and, was the show. And honestly, like talking about how The Sopranos ushered in the golden age of television, like you could argue that Cadet Kelly ushered in the decom boom, I, which I think you can totally argue that is the era where like they just became, you know, they started to have like an actual bigger impact on the culture at large. Like the early decoms, like only kids saw, but like High School Musical, like everybody knows about her. Yeah. I think that was like 2005. 2006, bitch. Oh, crap. Wow. Humiliating myself Sorry already. Sorry to expose you on the pod. No, it's okay. But it did come out January 2006. Okay, so, it was so I was basically close. 2005. Okay. But yeah, so like I, I think that this in some ways was like the beginning of when these movies started to like get more popular. Yep, yeah, totally. Um, and this movie obviously stars Hilary Duff, also stars Christy Carlson Romano, yep. who, you know, you might know her from even Stevens, Kim Possible, but we are going to talk about her most recent oh my God. <laughs> career development. Her like clickbait YouTube videos, which yeah. are so iconic. Maybe you've seen her on TikTok too, um, but she like kind of spills the Disney tea a little bit. Um, so we're going to be talking about that as well. Absolutely, we will. Nora, do you want to guess what the Rotten Tomato score of Cadet Kelly was? Yes. Um, I'm going to guess it got like a 59%. Quite close. 49%. Ooh, harsh. harsh. Yeah, a bit harsh, but uh, I don't know. You know. You think it's deserved? I don't. I think it should have gotten like at least a 77. Yeah, true. <laughs> I think it should have gotten better than The Godfather. Yeah, absolutely. Controversial take. (laughs) Sorry for being controversial on the pod. Um, One other thing I did want to mention. So we talked about how like 
I don't know. I, I think it's a big deal that this movie did so well because Hilary Duff wasn't even at the height of her power yet. Like, no, she was already Lizzie McGuire. But so like for reference, this movie came out 2002. The Lizzie McGuire movie wasn't until 2003, along with Cheaper by the Dozen and Agent Cody Banks. So she was like TV star, not yet a movie star. Yeah. The Lizzie McGuire movie was what really like set her stardom. Like that's when she became a huge star. Yeah, she got paid, like, millions of dollars for that millions. movie. And, like, as well she should have. Thank God. Um, to make millions of dollars as a teen. That's, like, really kind of not great. But she's handled her stardom very well. She did. How much did you make at your first job? Um, I think I actually made $5 an hour my first babysitting <laughs> job. <laughs> Which, like, I don't think was, like, humbling, even legal. But it was humbling. under the table. <laughs> By the way, I was born in 1955. No, I'm just kidding. Um... Yeah. <laughs> Cadet Kelly was filmed in Canada. It's supposed to take place in upstate New York. I My theory is that this is kind of supposed to be West Point. I know you think that, but it, West Point is a college. No. Yes. I, oh, it is? Yeah. Oh, sh I thought people went there for high school, too. No, it's like a very competitive college. <gasps> I mean, maybe, Showing my ignorance. maybe there's a high school as well, but okay. I had some kids from my high school Go to West went Point? to West Point, and I okay. remember it was like a huge deal. Like, it was like really hard to get in there. I believe, okay, I wonder if there's like um. Like a nearby military high school that's like a pipeline to At, West Point? Yeah, there might be like a prep school and people, it's easier to get into West Point if you go there. I would believe that. That makes sense. Okay. Yeah, because it's supposed to take place at a military academy that's like kind of close to New York City and also like kind of near the Hudson Valley. Mm -hmm. Um, But okay, that's okay. Thank you, Nora, for pointing that out. I like, wow, I like know it's a college. It could also be a high school, though. I don't know for maybe, sure. Maybe there's like a high school nearby. Um, Hillary Duff was made an honorary cadet sergeant during production of this film <laughs> slay and they had like an onset military advisor who made the actors do um boot camp drills and like gun like he made them basically like pretend they were on the drill drill team which we're going to get into the drill yeah. team um and one thing that i did learn from and we'll, we'll again get more into christy carlson romano's youtube videos later but one thing i learned from her cadet kelly video is that she said that their drill sergeant guy was actually really nice because he was Canadian because <laughs> they filmed in Canada. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm ready to jump into the recap if you are, Nora. Yeah, let's do it. Okay, sweet. This is Cadet Kelly. Let's go. <laughs> First ever. So we open in Manhattan. Mm-hmm. Uh, at, uh, at, I almost said at Cadet Kelly's. At Ke she's not a cadet yet. Yeah. At Kelly's, um, like artsy New York high school. Mm -hmm. And she's doing like a dance routine with ribbons. With ribbons, yeah. And yeah, we basically quickly learned that like the school is very like, do what you feel. Yeah, you only have to do math when you want to. Yeah, which like, okay, it's an interesting school. Um, the movie opens with One Girl Revolution playing. That'll be everything that I wanna be. It's a really good song. Yeah, and it comes back later in the film too. So yeah. it's, it's kind of like the main yeah, song. Yeah, it's like the main, it's like the theme song of the movie kind of. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, so Kelly is like a charismatic free spirit. Yes. She is so cute. She loves her New York school. She has a best friend named, oh crap, oh, Amanda. Amanda. Yeah, Amanda. Yeah. And they're wearing like the cutest um, like 2000s claire's-esque hair so accessories cute. yeah yeah like those like colored streaks you could like clip into your hair so yeah. it looks like your hair is dyed um so so cute yeah and kelly kind of her her fashion sense is very similar to like lizzie mcguire clothing aesthetic like very yep. colorful yeah very bright and girly yeah um so we meet kelly's dad who is like a baddie photographer yeah, he's a mess. When we see him first, he's like off in the distance and she's like, oh my dad. He's like falling, he like falls off a little wall. And he's like, whoa. He's kind of like a quirky rom-com protagonist. Yeah, he's like very silly. Um, yeah. But yeah, he's like a photographer, artist. He like travels the world kind of. He's like, oh, I'm going to all these places. Yeah, he was like telling her that he was like going to like several African countries later in the summer. So yep. he's like really cool, but kind of absent. Yep. Yeah. Yes, totally. Um, and we very quickly learn that Kelly is sort of accustomed to being, she, she keeps it all together for the adults in her life. So we see her hailing a cab with her dad and like, he's kind of like a mess, like not able to like hail it. So she like does it for him. <laughs> and then she says, I have to do everything, which she says like throughout the That's film. That's kind of like her catchphrase. Absolutely. So we meet her dad and now we meet her mom Who's like a corporate baddie. She yeah. like works in like an office. She's wearing like a blazer. So she's kind of like the polar opposite of the dad. She's like very straight laced and very responsible. 
Um, and they're divorced. So I guess opposites yeah. did not attract with them. Yeah. Or maybe she used to be a different kind of vibe and she changed. Ooh, hot take. I could see that for her. We don't know. Because we will see she does change her personality for whoever she's dating. Yeah, she's always changing her personality for the men in her life. Yeah, because her mom has a man and his name is Sir. <laughs> his name's Sir. His name's Joe, but like his name is Sir. That's what Kelly calls him because he's like an an ex-general. Is he an ex-general? I think he was like a, yeah, some type of general. A one star. A brig- oh, yeah. A brigadier. Oh, yeah. That's right. We looked it up. He was a, he's a brigadier general, which right. you said is one star. One star. So it's like, are you even a general? Sorry if that's disrespectful to the, <laughs> to the troops. Um, <laughs> so sorry to our troops. Um, yeah, but he's like uh, a military guy and him and Kelly's mom are dating. And they soon reveal that they're actually getting married. Yeah. And Kelly, in the first scene that we see of Joe, a.k.a. Sir... Kelly is like doing, I guess, like a school video project on family. So she's yep. like zooming in on Joe's face, like really close with like an old school 90s camcorder. Mm-hmm. And she hits him right in the nose and like wounds him. Yes. And he has to wear like a bandage on his nose. And he looks super creepy. He does. And he's like, just kind of like stern. Very he's stern. He's like not fun. No. And this is when Kelly asks him like, okay, if you're going to be marrying my mom, like, should I call you Joe or, or what should I call you? And he says, Joe or sir. Mm-hmm. And Kelly honestly jumps at the opportunity she to does. call him sir. She's like, okay. She's okay, like, sir. that is so funny calling you sir. <laughs> <laughs> so she settles on sir and, and she takes the news of her mom getting married like super well. Like she's unfazed. She's excited. She does. Yeah. But then her mom drops a bigger bomb on her. That they're moving upstate and Kelly has to go to military school. Yeah, where Joe is like the principal type The principal kind of type. But yeah. even more so. Like he yeah, really is in, in control of the school. Yeah, basically kind of a dictator, honestly. Yeah, <laughs> yes. And Kelly is obviously rattled. I mean, she loves New York. She This is where all her friends live. She doesn't want to go to military school. That's no. horrifying. no. But she honestly, like, gives in pretty easily. And she's like, oh, fine. She's like, I'm not going. And then, like, she very much goes. She very (laughs) much goes and, like, barely puts up a fight. Yeah. She, like, ends up being like, okay. Kelly is a chronic people pleaser. Yes. I think. I think it's. But, like, that's what's so interesting about her. It's, like, she's a people pleaser when it comes to, like, the adults in her life. But then she also has a real, like, anti-authority streak as well. I know. It's cool. Yeah. She's an interesting character for sure. Yeah. So we see her at military school and she's in like the barracks where like they sleep and they sleep in like, you know, bunk beds and everything's very drab and gray. And Kelly is like still wearing her like street clothes. Like she's still. Yeah. Everyone's like, who is this New York City freak? (laughs) Yeah. And she has this rainbow blanket. Mm -hmm. First example of maybe some gay gay imagery. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, because it's the one piece of like color Color and individuality in this gray oppressive barracks. Yes. And this girl, Carla, who ends up being her friend. Yes. Who's also Hazel and Degrassi, if we have any Degrassi stands out there. Yes. She's like kind of letting Kelly know gently, like, girl, you're going to have to change your tune if you want to fit in here. Like, that blanket is not regulation and it's not going to fly. Yep. And Kelly's like, I don't care about that. Like, she's so just like, whatever, Carla. Yeah. She's not worried about getting in trouble at all. Enter Captain Jennifer Stone, played by Christy Carlson Romano. Cold ass bitch. Yeah. (laughs) They describe her as... The meanest 16-year-old in America. <laughs> Which I'm like, I wish people called me that. That's, know, that's a great title. so cool. It's such a good title. So she's she's a fellow student, but she's kind of like a... RA. Yes. Or like a, a, a prefect in Harry Potter. Yeah. yeah she yeah. Like has power. She's like a captain. I hate people. Like, okay, like an RA. Like, I'm not respecting you. Like, I'm not taking orders from a fellow 20-year-old. <laughs> Sorry. I know. And I, feel that I would feel the same way in Kelly's situation. Like, you can't boss me around. You're a fellow teen. I really respected the RAs that were just like, LOL, I just wanted the free housing. Like, yes. people who took it seriously, I'm like, for what? It's like narc vibes. Huge. Yeah. And I know that there's like certain things they had to do or they would get in trouble, but it's like the people that went above and beyond, like, ask yourself why. Ask yourself why. Yeah. Yeah. So RA Captain Stone comes in and she basically, I guess, does these like morning checks where she's like making sure they have to like line up and she immediately like sees the rainbow blanket and she's like keep it out of my barracks (laughs) yeah she stomps on it and um it's like okay her stomping on a basically a pride flag basically a pride flag 
and we'll we'll discuss like is it because she's homophobic or is it because yeah she's gay yeah literally she is gay and also <laughs> she just like doesn't get kelly's vibe she's like creativity who like she is like an army brat her parents were both i think in the army yeah and so she's like a military brat and this is also the scene where she calls kelly a slur she calls her maggot which i to the way she says it it it's a slur to me yeah no it <laughs> It, it is. It's really a harsh word. It's harsh. Yeah. And then when she says it, so much hate. So much hate. And it's like, yeah. you hated her right away. I know. You didn't even give her a chance. Because she clocked her as a fellow bisexual. She did. She was like, there's only room for one bisexual in this town. <laughs> one closet bisexual in this town. Right. Even though there's probably so many. I don't know. It's military, military school. school. Like, come on, wake up, people. So Kelly right away has a target on her back and she so it's so weird like they have these like things in their barracks but they have a very similar thing like outside on the lawn too where they have to like line up but then there's like the yeah. actual like adult figures also like checking them out and making sure they're like properly dressed in yeah. their military uh oh my gosh i'm literally like searching for the word i'm like outfit costume uniform uniform <laughs> sorry theater <laughs> kid here <laughs> and so Kelly shows up and she's rocking like a cute ascot and like jewelry. And yes. Carla is a like, chic ascot. She looks amazing. She looks so cute. And Carla is like, girl, like, she's no, girl, no, you can't be wearing those things. No, no, no. So Kelly takes them all off and tucks them up into her little cap. Yeah. And now this next part, like it defies the laws <laughs> of physics. It makes no, makes no, no sense. sense because she salutes Captain Jennifer Stone and all she does is salute and somehow her hat like, flies yeah, off. Yeah, it like falls forward. It like makes no sense. And everything, like all her accessories fall out. And yeah. Captain Stone is like, she's like, bitch, no. She's like, maggot, really? She's like, also, I think this is in the scene before this, mm -hmm. but when Kelly's talking about, like, I'm not going to conform to the military ways, she says, we may be in military school, but we still live in a democracy. And I thought that was such a good line. That is such a good line. And, and she's so right. A great point. Yeah. This movie is really about the military industrial complex, like stomping out Hillary Duff's creativity. Yeah. It's, it, it's not okay. It's creativity versus conformity. Like, you know, yeah, yeah it's... And it's kind of like a movie pro conformity. <laughs> it's it's pro finding the your balance. yeah. It it really is pro finding yeah. the balance of like knowing who you are within the context of a group and like yep. bringing something to the table while still like ultimately kind of assimilating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um. So yeah, right away Kelly is like persona non grata with uh with Jennifer, and they they both have a crush on the same guy, Brad. Brad. And he's also like a captain, yep. also a student, but like upper an RA. tier. Yeah, he's an RA <laughs> as well. And so there's this scene where you can see Jennifer like making eyes at Brad and she's like walking up to him clearly to like get her flirt on. And Kelly sees this and clocks it. And she's like, that guy's hot. Like if Jennifer is going to talk to him, like maybe I want to go talk to mm -hmm. him. And so they start like racing across the lawn to get to Brad first. And yeah. it's like very unhinged. They're like running towards him. Yeah, they actually start running. Yeah. And Kelly beats Jennifer. And when she gets to him, all she does is salute. Yeah. And he's like, okay. He's like, okay, well, who is this little minx? Yeah. He's like very like, hmm. Probably because no one is taking like, no one's like being fun at this school. So he's like, who is this girl that like is being kind of fun? Exactly. And Brad is a great example of like clearly like follows the rules, clearly like gets his shit done and is like very respected. But he has like a mischievous side. He does. And he like he wouldn't do it but he loves to see it he loves to see it he's like the person that's like i hate drama but like is smiling ear to ear yeah because they like, love what's it the gossip yes yeah. um so yeah kelly definitely has a crush on brad but so does jennifer so mm -hmm. tension and brad is like basically the only cute guy at the school like brad is cute but he's made even cuter by just the fact that there's no one else cute there this movie honestly like doesn't even like show any other boys. Like anytime there's like another he's, boy, they're like out of the focus. Only boy. Yeah, <laughs> they're like out of focus. Yeah, they're like a blur in the distance. They're like, don't mind them. Yeah. This movie is all about girls and Brad and Sir. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Kind of gay vibes. Kind of gay. Yeah. And even Brad at some points, I was like, is Brad gay? Maybe. We don't know. Like maybe. Although Brad really gives me the vibe of like in high school, like he would have had the same girlfriend since like ninth grade. Yeah. And like. You know how there were those boys that were kind of cool, but randomly were like kind of religious. Yeah. He gives me that vibe of like, you'd be like, he's hot. And then you would see him in church and be like, why are his eyes like closed in prayer? 
Oh my god, a hundred. Do you see that vibe from him? Well, military men are obsessed with like um domestic life. Yeah. It's like why are they trying to get married so quickly and so fast? Yeah, it's kind of scary. I guess it's because they know they might have to like get deployed somewhere and they're gonna need a girl to like miss and like write Right I almost said write letters too, too, but I'm like, no one does that anymore. They're they writing can just love letters message. while they're at war. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So they need oh. a wife back And home. this is 2002, so like war is amongst us. Oh my God, like he could go to Iraq. He could. He could. <laughs> Brad, be careful. Brad, don't go. Don't go. Please, it's not worth it. Protest the war, Brad. <laughs> Speaking of protesting the war, we get this little montage of Kelly like being hilarious at military school. She says in class when they're learning about some famous battles, she stands up and she goes, I'm a conscientious objector. Yes. And she also tells someone that she believes in gun control when she sees the drill team practicing, <laughs> which is like they do like choreography with yes. un- unloaded guns, yes. but still guns. Yeah. Um, so yeah, she is a <laughs> She's liberal one of queen. Us. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so... Kelly starts becoming better friends with Carla. They're forming a friendship and she's walking with her like around the campus one day and they see Sir. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Carla like stiffens up because that is like the the most like, you know, he's he's the boss and he's yep. a little scary. Yep. And Car- Carla's like clearly a little surprised with how like casually Casual. he talks to Kelly. And then yep. when he's leaving, Kelly literally goes, bye, Joe. Yep. And he's like, um, okay. like he doesn't say anything, but he's like, don't say that, Kelly. He's clearly like, whoa, that was bold. Like, even yeah. though he told her he could call her either, he more meant like at home. At home. Yeah, like, dang, girl. So Carla is immediately like, oh my gosh, you can't talk to him like that. And then Kelly goes, actually, I kind of can. Yeah, she's like, he's actually my stepdad. And Carla is like, oh my God, like, you need to tell Jennifer. She would go so easy on you. Yeah. And Kelly's like, no, I'm going to fight my own battle. And that's so awesome. That's she so said cool nepotism. No, no, not for me. Not for me. And Kelly brings Carla because her mom like lives in a house. Like I guess like they can even maybe walk to it. Like yeah. they live like on the campus, which kind of makes sense because Joe's like the head honcho. Mm-hmm. So they go to Kelly's house to like try on dresses for this upcoming military ball, mm-hmm. which is like the only thing Kelly is looking forward to at school. Yeah, her one chance to like look cute and have some fun. Yep, and Carla has, like, been dropping hints that she has, like, a bad home life, but Kelly has not really been asking. She's just, like, "Mm, nice and moving on. But she did invite her to her house to, like, pick out a dress to give to Carla for the dance. Yeah, Kelly is one of those friends where it's, like, she's so sweet, but, like, she doesn't really, like, ask Carla questions. Yeah, (laughs) she asks her first personal question, like, two-thirds into the... Absolutely, and, like, everything we hear about Carla's like troubled home life is like so vague. She's like, yeah. home wasn't really a place I wanted to be. Yeah, it's like, why? Yeah. It's like, what happened, Carla? I know. They like really leave it up to our imagination. I'm like, OMG, Carla, are you okay? Like she says about military school, this place is heaven on earth to a girl like me. It's like, how like, bad was how it? How bad was it, Carla? Um, and also in this scene, her mom comes in and she's like, I'm making you girls a snack. And she like cannot put on an apron. Like she doesn't know how an apron works. And it's that classic <laughs> Disney Channel thing of like, if like London Tipton and Zach and Cody, she's like, I'm rich. Like what's an oven? Like why yeah. would I know what an oven is? I'm like, rich people still know what an oven is. And they're trying to be like, she's from this character, the mom. And they're like, she's from New York City. Like why would she know how to put on an apron? I'm like, she would yeah. still like know how to put on an apron. Yeah. Like, she's like, I only get takeout. I don't know what an apron is. I know. It's kind of. I wish they had done something more like, okay, have you seen that iconic video of um, Kendall Jenner trying to cut a cucumber? Oh my God, yes. Like that was really shocking to me where I was like, yeah. I, I, if I had seen that on Disney Channel, I would have been like, that's too much. You're right. But I know, she's actually was, that clueless. But an apron shocking. is like, come on. It's so it's intuitive basic. how to put on an apron. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, yeah. Hilarious. 100%. So funny. Um, so back at the military academy, it's time for them to do this little obstacle course. <laughs> Yep. Where they have to like, you know, run through tires and through mud, crawl under like, yeah, barbed wire and stuff. Yeah. And I actually wanted to do a little research because I wanted to see if this like actually happens at military school. I know we've now learned that West Point is a college, not a high school. Yeah. Got it, got it, got it. But I did look at the West Point website and I found something called military movement and it's a PE course. And I'm just going to read a little blurb from the website about this because it's very similar. It says, this is a course designed to expose cadets to a variety of basic movement skills, blah, blah, blah. Uh, Movement environments are designed around specific events such as tumbling, vaulting, vertical ropes, horizontal ropes, the indoor obstacle course, horizontal bars, elephant vault, pull-ups, rock climbing, and trampoline. So they do actually do this. I just, and I'm so thankful for the troops, but 
I just am always like, why would you choose to do something hard with your life when you can do something easy? Because, and this is a real flaw that a lot of people have. They <laughs> think that the only way to like be a good person is to like work really hard. Oh my God. It's literally never work hard. They're like suffer to build character. It's like, or just don't suffer and build yeah. character in other fun ways. Yeah. Go into a job that's like literally so fun. Yeah. Like... But, like, it, and they really, like, this type of um, messaging, like, kids are really susceptible to it. Because I feel like yeah. when I was little, it's like, yeah, maybe I should, like, serve my country. Yeah. Well, okay, no, I never had that phrase. <laughs> Sorry. No, but, like, yeah, maybe I need to, like, struggle so hard. Like, yeah, like, work so, so yeah. hard. Yeah. No. 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 I'm more trying to have fun. Yeah, same. But, no, apparently this is a real thing that they do in military college academies uh, yes so they do this obstacle course and no surprise kelly's really horrible at it yeah, she sucks yeah and jennifer stone is like giving her a hard time like yelling at her and we learn that kelly is like super afraid of heights because she's supposed to rappel down this wall mm -hmm. using a rope and she like is too scared yeah she like, doesn't do it she can't do it so it's the night of the military ball but kelly can't go because she has to stay late and keep doing this military obstacle course until she gets it right mm -hmm. super sad she's gonna miss the ball and um Gloria Ramos, mm -hmm. she is like this, I guess, she, is she a captain? Or they call she, her a sergeant. Okay, so is that above captain or? I, okay, honestly, unclear. I feel like she low-key might be like not a student. Like and she like, might be like a young teacher vibe. But she's like on the drill team. <sighs> You're right. Okay, yeah, her vibe is unclear, but she's <laughs> a sergeant. And she like is helping Kelly do this course and like motivating her. And at one point, Kelly's talking about music and Gloria says the amazing line, I hate music. This, she hates it. It's really stuck with me because I'm like, I actually don't think it's possible as a human being to hate music. I know. Like, she's the only person to ever hate music. It's so bold. It's so bold of her. And yeah, it starts like pouring rain yeah. and her and Gloria are just out there in the rain doing this together. And Gloria's like inspiring her to keep going. And finally, Kelly like does it. And they like crawl through the barbed wire together and they're like yeah. nailing it. And the thing is, it is like very like, I guess, inspirational, but it's weird because like Kelly is not going to go into the military. Like she is not going to serve the country. Like after she gets out of military school, she's going to go to like probably a liberal arts school. Yeah. And, like, study, like, gender studies or something. Mm -hmm. Like, so I'm just like, yeah, like, it's amazing she's doing this, but, like, to what end? Like, what is this for? And I, I know. know not everyone at military school goes into the military, but, like, I feel like they at least have it in their family or just, it just feels so random that she's here. Yeah, like, there's no, re like, when her mom first, like, pitched this to her, and I even pitched it to her, told her she was going, she's yep. like, the structure will be very good for you. And it's like... It's not like Kelly is like a bad kid. No, yeah, we were saying that we were watching. We were like, it would make more sense if she was like, and obviously it's Disney Channel that can't make her like do drugs. But if they even just had her have like a nose ring and had her like going out with her friends all the time, like yeah. we would have understood like she needs some She's structure. Bad. Yeah. Um, but it's just confusing, and they also make it seem like the military school is the only school that she has access to upstate, which is just not how the school system works. But, you know, honestly, I think it's like. Yeah, it's like, why just because Joe works there, does she have, does she to, have go? to go? And it's like, maybe she gets free tuition, but like, whatever. I feel like go they're to a not. public school. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, yeah, she's doing doing her thing with Gloria Ramos. We're supposed to be inspired, but Nora has some thoughts about that. Yeah. And Sorry to go off. <laughs> and she finally finishes. And she's like, oh my gosh, Gloria, like, I'm done. Can I go to the ball now? And Gloria's like, yeah, you can go. Like, they're, they're kind of low key becoming friends. Uh -huh. And so Kelly is like, rushing to the ball even though she's wearing camo that is filthy mm -hmm. and she's she literally she like, trips and rolls down a hill she like tumbles into the ball and i'm like how did the door like how did her tumble like open the door yeah it's like she would have lost so much momentum by that point and also like was it even like a i don't, know, I don't no really sense. know how she got through the door with her tumble yeah she tumbles right into the <laughs> ball and she tumbles right into jennifer stone who is wearing a white dress An all white dress and it gets covered in mud and Jennifer screams. She shrieks the word ew. Like, yeah. ew! <laughs> yeah. And it's really shocking because, like, Kelly, like, also, like, makes it so much worse because she, like, uses Jennifer to break her fall and she kind of, like, won't let go. Like, not intentionally, <laughs> but she's just, like, holding onto her for dear life. It's like, Kelly, step Why? back. Yeah. You see that you've ruined someone's dress. But she's not being malicious about it. It's ridiculous. Yeah. So, but 
Brad actually is there he and loves he's it. like laughing, which he's, is like, Brad, that's kind of rude. I like y- you are supposedly like at least friends with Jennifer. Yeah, no, but you don't know what laugh. I get from them? Um, sorry for people that don't know Gossip Girl, but I get a very like Nate, Nate Archibald and Blair. Blair where like they're supposed to be together because of their families, but like kind of like Nate really doesn't like Blair in those early seasons. I get that with Brad. Like he's like, I don't like Jennifer. I think she's annoying, but like, my family expects her to be like, expects us to be together. Wait, um, that's an amazing take, Nora. Yeah, that's the I exact dynamic. Yeah, I don't think that he likes her at all. I think he feels like pressure to be with her. Right, and it's similar where like you almost feel like the same way Blair like quote unquote loved Nate. It's mm-hmm. like, do you even? Yeah. Or do you just feel like he's looks good on paper? Yeah. Well, because Jennifer's literally a lesbian, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So no, that's a great point. But yeah, Brad is like, yeah, he laughs at her and. After this incident, even though it was an accident, Jennifer is obviously like really mad and out for blood. So yeah. she like complaint, she makes a complaint and Sir calls Kelly into his office and he's just like, hey, like just so you know, like I got this complaint that you like d- destroyed another student's property, a white dress. Mm-hmm. And then he takes this moment to be like, and also a lot of your teachers are like not really loving your vibe, Kelly. <laughs> and she's kind of like, dude, like, all right. And it's annoying because it's like, Normally, in a step parent dynamic, it's like Sir should be trying to impress Kelly, I not know, the other way around. I know. So I hate that he like is her principal. I know he literally uprooted her whole life, made her go to this weird school, and now he's like criticizing her when it's like she's not trying to do good at military school. Like she doesn't want to be there. Yeah, they really set her up for failure. Where it's like, did you think she would excel in this environment? I know. So annoying. So then Kelly goes home and she kind of wants to tell her mom, like, I really am not liking school and I want to drop out. But then her mom, before she has a chance, tells her that her and Sir are expecting a baby. And Kelly's like, fuck. Because now she can't tell her because she doesn't want to, like, add stress to her mom's life. Like, her mom's pregnant. So she just keeps it all in. Kelly a lot is, like, keeping a lot in. Yes, like this is another example of her like keeping it together for the adults in her life. It's like you have a right to have an emotional reaction, A, to you've been an only child for 14 years and your mom just told you she's marrying this guy. She just moved you away from all your friends and your life. And now she's like, and now we're having a baby. Ha ha ha. It's like. I know. Oh my God, the woman. Mom does not really like check in with Kelly to be like, how are you adjusting to all this insane change? No, like they should, Kelly should be in therapy. They should also be in probably like mother-daughter therapy. Like yeah. not that, the, like they have a really good relationship, but it's like, this is a lot. It's a lot. You can't just throw all this at her and then be like, so are you so happy? Okay, great. Like, no. Yeah. And Kelly does take the news really well. Like she isn't like, she is like nothing but happy, but there is that sad element of her being like, okay, now I have to have, try twice as hard for everything to be perfect so my mom doesn't worry. It's like, oh girl. I think n- now that I'm watching it as an older person, I can appreciate, like she's really young. Like she's not supposed to be like she's 17. Like she's like 13, 14. Yeah, that's so young. She's still little. She still like needs her mom and her mom yeah. is like, I have my new she's life. She's like obsessed with Joe. Ugh. She's like so horny for Joe. Yeah, it's like, whoa. She what? loves a man in a uniform, I guess. I guess. So yeah, Kel- uh, Kelly is like, Ugh, going through it honestly and back at school jennifer is still super mad about the dress mm-hmm. so she retaliates by absolutely ripping kelly's rainbow blanket to shreds Oof. like it's unusable now yep and that was i think like her childhood blanket and that's also jennifer saying i will not be gay i will not be gay by ripping up a pride flag yes and like honestly when you think about it it's like she's retaliating to kelly kind of like destroying her like heteronormative fantasy moment where she's like in a white dress like dancing with brad at the ball the layers and kelly's just like i'm gonna like dirty up this fantasy and then she's like well then i'm gonna destroy this pride flag (laughs) yeah also like for anyone that doesn't know that there's like a lot of discourse around this movie being gay like it's, it's a thing not confirmed. and it's not confirmed but like it, it really comes down to the fact that like kelly and um jennifer like have this like tension that seems kind of like there could be yes. some love there yep even though they act like they hate each other we all know that's how all rom-coms friends to start. lovers or enemies to lovers enemies to lovers it's a trope yep um so kelly is like now i have to get revenge because you destroyed my blanket so mm-hmm. she in the dead of night paints jennifer's hair rainbow i never understand Pride how flag. people don't wake up when things are being like done to them like pranks yeah like in the parent trap like if you've seen that movie that huge prank scene i'm yeah. like how is no one waking up i know it's kind of concerning it's like you guys would sleep through i know a national disaster yeah i'm like whoa guys so this is this is too far for jennifer and at this point it's like kelly you done goofed because now you're court-martialed 
Yeah. Which is like she gets summoned before like this court of teens. Of, of RAs. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Brad and Jennifer, they're all there. And at this point, Kelly's mom is like mad at her because she's like, yep. you got court martialed. Like, what is going on with you, Kelly? Yeah. And Kelly finally is like, well, guess what, mom? I didn't want to go to this stupid school. Yeah. The mom's like, maybe we shouldn't have come here. And then Kelly's like, well, you never even asked me if I wanted to come here. And the mom's like, Oh, yeah. She's like, fair point. She's true. And it's good to see Kelly finally like pushing back a little. A little bit. Yeah. Yeah. So she's she's going to the court martial situation. Um, and at first she thinks that like Brad is kind of on her side because he asks um, to see the evidence like of the painting crime. And Jennifer has to like show her hair to everyone. Yeah, and he's like laughing. He's giggling. So Kelly's like, oh, he, he loves me. He's not going to like be mad at me. And then he's like guilty. Yeah. Yeah. So her punishment, she goes to Sir's office and he's like scolding her. And then he tells her that her punishment is to be the equipment manager for the drill team. And this is also where we find out that Sir used to be on the drill team when he went to school here. And he's like, you know, when like a football player is like, I never got over my 56 win or whatever. He like, is that fine? Like he holds up a trophy and he's like, 1970 and it's like okay like clearly living in the past sir and it's like know your audience like kelly does not care she doesn't that care. you won that tournament in 1970 yeah she doesn't care that you dance with guns no which is what they do yeah, yeah. they throw guns in the air it actually is kind of cool no we like like the drill team yeah like, yeah it's like very cool but kelly is like um doesn't she call them like robots like she's not into their vibe at first no she doesn't get it at first no and so she basically has to like clean the guns and things like that that's like her new her new and then she does pass away and that's where the movie ends just kidding (laughs) sorry guys dark no so she's starting like cleaning (laughs) the guns and stuff and um there's this like there's so much sexual tension also between brad and kelly he is like so flirtatious with her i know and he is like seeing her shining the shoes i think and he's like you're not gonna get them clean like that and he takes one of the shoes and like is looking her dead in the eye when he spits on the shoe. I know. It's like, oh my God, Brad. I know, like very flirty. And there's I also forget forgot that there's a line after she um ruins Jennifer's dress, he goes, Someone knows how to get down and dirty. I know. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Brad's so cheeky. So he's a very cheeky boy. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, she's doing her drill team thing and Oh, yeah. At one point in front of Jennifer, she says to Brad, can I borrow some spit, sir? Promise to pay you back. I'm like, ew. Yeah. So bold. It's like, make out already, you guys. Um, And then she also is learning to really respect the drill team. And she says that it's beautiful and she compares it to Swan Lake. And it honestly is very beautiful. Yeah. it's, It's like the synchronized swimming of guns. Yeah. And it's cool. Yeah, it is cool. It's impressive. It's very impressive. Yeah. Um. And so, yeah, Kelly is, like, starting to be swayed by the drill team. And she goes with them to, like, a meet. She's still not competing with them, but she's, like, has to be there as equipment Mm -hmm. manager. And one of the other teams that they compete against is, like, so good and and beats them. And and basically what Kelly sees at this meet is not only do they do um, the routines with their guns, but they also do routines where just two people do kind of, like... Kind of like a dance. Yeah. A a really, like, organized... um, I don't know how to describe it. It's a like, lot of like they're they're marching with their arms doing like different motions. It's very like rigid. Yeah. But it's very synchronized and it is very cool. Yeah. And Kelly is like intrigued by that part of it. She's mm-hmm. like, huh, I like that. Um, and so one day when she's like in the equipment room, she starts like kind of trying to do her own little dance. Yeah. And, and but, also like after this meet, they lose. Oh, yeah. They and lose. they talk about how the reason they lost is because they're not creative and they don't have like a lot of um, originality in their routine. And this other school is like really, really good and they have a lot of originality. And so they're talking about how they need that. And that's kind of what prompts Kelly to do this weird, weird little dance in front of Brad. Yeah. But I think at first she doesn't know that he's watching her and then he starts watching her. And then he says like, do that again, cadet. That's an order. No, he's sitting down and she goes. Oh, really? Yeah. It's like, it's like weird. Like he literally sitting there and she just starts dancing for him, like (gasps) literally to him. It's so bold. And she's so bold. Wow. 
she honestly like i admire how much she's like unafraid to just like flirt with this upperclassman like i know so i know i would be so scared to talk to an upperclassman <laughs> she's like totally fine with it she's so confident so she starts yeah literally doing this crazy dance and yeah he it's again super flirty when he's like do it again i know he's like that's an order that's like Whoa. i'm like what yeah it's brad brad oh definitely like i think actually did start having sex young that's my take i on think brad. so too like again he probably had a girlfriend like so early and like he's they the just only started hot having guy sex. at military school like yeah it, literally he's probably doing so well yeah oh you're so right <laughs> um so yeah he quickly realizes that like kelly could be an asset to this team and and but he doesn't like bring her onto the team right away kelly starts yeah. she because kelly now wants to be part of it and she starts she asking gloria to train her especially with like the harder like gun type stuff that is obviously like you can't just like do that yep. right away um so she starts working with gloria and she gets good enough that she auditions and she makes team. it yeah she does make the team and then sir is really proud of her yeah he's like this is a huge accomplishment good on you yeah, he's like, wow, she's starting to, like, find her footing here. And at this point, Kelly tells Sir, she's like, you know, Sir, like, you actually have some things to learn from me, too. Like, mm -hmm. you are bringing a baby into the world, and, like, babies cannot salute. And she's right. She's so right for that. And she's like, you're going to need to, like, get in touch with your, like, gentler side. Honestly, yeah. What's he going to do? Hold the baby? Be like, um, uh, how are you? I know. Like, ugh, this baby is so lucky to have Kelly as a big sister. I know. What a fun big sister. Because the mom's kind of, like a mess we're just like i don't know what's up with the mom and then sir i'm like oh god, oh, god. sir is your dad emotionally distant emotionally distant yeah so kelly is now like a full member of the team and she sees jennifer practicing her little like dance routine thing on the lawn but like by herself mm -hmm. so kelly like goes up to her and starts like kind of like dance battling her like yeah. getting in her face and like mimicking her moves and jennifer is like clearly like kind of really annoyed uh-huh but Brad sees and he loves the dynamic. He loves it. He's like, you girls are our ticket to the win. Yeah. And he decides that like they need to be the two people for their team yep. doing those little floor routines. And Jennifer's like, but this is my solo. And Brad's like, so what? Yeah. She's like, aw. He's like, tough. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so honestly, that dance battle scene is the most like sexual tension between uh, Christy yeah. and Hillary in the movie where it's like, they're like eye to eye. Like, I know. Moving with like. At, it's a lot someone like play a muna song during this scene truly so they have like this big final competition as the drill team this is sort of like the climax of the film or, or getting mm -hmm. to it and uh kelly's mom is obviously there to watch her and her friend from new york amanda comes as amanda well comes. to support her who is so sweet and silly she is so supportive of kelly if my friend from high school randomly went to military school i would be pulling her aside and be like this isn't you we have to get you out <laughs> like, of here we need to spring you out like don't you remember culture like i would be like bringing her magazines being like this is this is not who you are but amanda's just like going with it amanda's like down for whatever yeah she's like Woo, go kelly i know and kelly introduces amanda to her military school friends she's like this is amanda my best and truest friend and carla gets really offended carla by that carla is not into that and it's kind of clingy it's like Carla, you've known well, her for like a couple months. It's literally like if you're, say you like meet someone in your freshman year of college first semester and then you bring them to meet like your friend of from high school for years and years home on like winter break and they were like offended. If you're like, this is my best friend. It's like, you guys have known each other for one semester of college. Like, why do you think you mean more to her than her friend since elementary school? You're not going to undo that history with one semester. Yeah, it's like a weird thing to think. Yeah, and it's sad because it shows that I don't think Carla has like had a lot of friends before. Kelly is her first friend. Yeah which is sad, but what, like basically Kelly ends up talking to Carla about it and she says something really cool. I like it because she like apologizes that it hurt Carla, but she isn't like, doesn't like take it back. And she says, mm -hmm. I, I love you too, but I've loved her longer, mm -hmm. which is actually something that her mom said when she told her that she was having a baby. She's like, I'm going to love this baby, but I'll always love you longer. Oh, did mom say that to you when she had me? No. And she should have because <gasps> I was famously very hurt by Nora being born. <laughs> we but, have to share that picture on the podcast oh, we there's will. this picture from when i was born where sarah is like it's like me and my mom in the hospital bed and sarah's like next to us and she's 
death staring in the camera. I'm like she's frowning. upset. I mean, I think in my defense, like I was less mad that you were born. I, I think when, I, cause I was little, I was like three and a half. I think it was very upsetting to me that like mom had to be in the hospital for like two days yeah, and she wasn't there. I just was like very like, where is my mom? <laughs> like, and, and when she was pregnant too, she'd like, I can't do that. Cause I'm really tired cause I'm pregnant. And I'd be like, hmm. And then I became the best thing to ever happen to you. Honestly, you're not wrong. <laughs> Who would I podcast with? True. <laughs> but yeah, we will share that photo. So Kelly is at the competition and now things really started to take a dramatic turn because she tells Sir, like, Sir, I, I have a missed call from my dad. Yeah, her dad was supposed to be at the competition and he's not here. He's nowhere to be seen. And she's like, he would not miss this for the world. He told me he would be here. And I have a, a sketchy missed call from him. And he never calls me unless it's an emergency. Because this is like before cell phones were like mm. ubiquitous. And she's like, and like now he's not picking up. And then Sir's like, oh my gosh, like, do you want to go look for him? And she's like, sir, no, sir. I have, an, I have a duty to serve my fellow cadets. Like, Kelly, Propaganda, you're brainwashed. Yeah. Like, you can go find out where your dad is. Yeah. But this is where Sir really shines as a stepdaddy. Yeah. And he's like, Kelly, like. This is your father. This is more important. Yeah. He says you also have a duty to your dad, which is cute. It is cute. And it shows that he's starting to understand like family is just as important as like military. Yeah, <laughs> I know. So Kelly is going to leave with Sir to go mm -hmm. find her dad. And of course, Jennifer is like so mad at her, like like t bullying her for like letting them down. It's yeah. Like, Girl. For being like, sorry, I have to go find my missing dad. Like. Jennifer, come on. Yeah, and we find out that her dad had told her like that he was going to be doing some photography in the Hudson Valley. Mm -hmm. And this part is so unrealistic because they find <laughs> they him. They find him right away. By the way, it's like the Hudson Valley is quite a big area. And he's just, you know, like hanging off a cliff. Worse, he's at the bottom of a ledge <laughs> yeah. unconscious. He <laughs> fell down a cliff. And they're like, no. He looks like he's dead. He looks like he's dead. Like this is a traumatizing image for Kelly. Like, She's 13 and she's like, oh, my dad's unconscious oh, on in a ditch. He fell off a cliff. Yeah. And so she like careens down to get him. She conquers her fear of heights because she repels down this cliff. Yeah. And she like. They like, rescue him. They don't really him. show it, but I'm guessing that she like brought his body I back think up. later ambulance arrived. So maybe someone else helped him get up. Yeah. I don't know. But she repels down a cliff and gets her dad. And yeah. he's like, fine. He's but like, it's like. He's fine. I feel like when you get knocked unconscious, like that's going to be a serious head injury. Like, yeah, he hope like, he's okay. He like comes to the drill meet after this. Yeah, like, <laughs> does he? I don't he does, know. Right? Maybe if he I'm does, wrong. he shouldn't. He should yeah, definitely be in the concerning. hospital. But at this moment, like, this is a really big bonding moment for Kelly and Sir, where they end up hugging for the first time. Their first hug. And she calls him dad, I think in front of her dad. <laughs> the dad's like, this is the worst day of my life. He's like, First no. I fell off a cliff, and now my daughter's calling another man her dad. He's like, Kelly, I'm not dead. You don't have to replace me. Yeah. Um, but... Yeah, she her dad is, I guess, fine, and her and Joe bond. And she yeah. goes back to the meet, and she did miss, like, their first routine. <gasps> okay, if my dad had a near-death experience, and then I had, like, a play, I had to go to, like, I'm calling in sick from the play. Yeah. Like, I'm not, that's traumatizing. Uh, Kelly, don't go to the drill team again. Like, take the day off. Yeah, no, I think that she definitely should have, like, sat this one out. Yeah. She, well, this is, the, this is the thing with Kelly. She doesn't process anything that happens to her. No. She is always just like, next thing, keep it together, smile, smile, smile. It's like, Kelly, you're going to have a breakdown at some point. Yeah, it's all going to come to her. Yeah, it's like, I do worry for Kelly. I do worry for Kelly. Yeah, but she goes back to the meet and Jennifer is super mad at her for missing their first routine, but she didn't miss their little duet. Yeah. And so they do end up doing it. And it's cool because it's a full circle moment. I mean, A, one girl revolution plays during mm -hmm. their routine and B, they like break out ribbons yes. like she did at the beginning in her dance at school. And that's like, I feel like huge. Like, I feel like that's not something that would ever happen in this military setting of mm -hmm. like color and, yep. you know, it's cool. Um, And, and yeah, Nora kind of mentioned this earlier or maybe not, but like, Basically, their drill team used to be, like, amazing in Thursday, and, like, now they're, like, not as good. Like, they never win. Yeah. And so they're, like, oh, we really hope this was, like, enough to make us win. Like, we need to win. And they don't win. No. But they do better than they normally do. They come in second. They come in second when I guess they'd either been coming in third or, like, not even placing at all. Yeah. So this is a huge improvement, and they're, like, all pretty happy with this result. And then we get a classic fake out from Jennifer Stone classic. where she like seems like she's mad at Kelly. She's like, you know what, maggot? Without you, we never would have made it this far to begin with. <laughs> and Kelly's like, 
I love those fake outs because it's still such an intense way to deliver a compliment. Like the tone of it is like still really harsh. Yeah. Like no one delivers a compliment like that. No, you would never do that in real life. Yeah. It's so, it's so shocking. And like so many kids movies have those where you're like, oh no, she's still, oh wait, no, she loves. It's like, you're actually the worst person ever on opposite day. (laughs) I love you. It's like, oh my God. Exactly. It's like, oh my God, who do these people think they are? Yeah. Yeah. Um, And Jennifer randomly reveals that she's moving to Europe. Yes. So their love can never be. Either she'll explore her sexuality or she'll like get married immediately to a man. No. And I really hope that's not the case. Oh. Um, and the last thing that we see in the movie is there's like a thing that flashes across the screen that says dedicated to Carol Rubin. And I took the liberty of looking her up. <laughs> she was a producer that worked for Disney and she died in 2001 shortly after filming for this movie wrapped. All right. Shout out to Carol. Carol. Yeah. Aww. Um, that's good at Kelly. That was good. That was a good movie. Yeah. I liked that one a lot. Yeah. It, I, I want to say like a couple quick things about like the writers and the director just really quick. Um, it was written by Gail Parent and Michael Walsh. And Gail wrote the screenplay for Confessions of a Teenage Drama Queen with Lindsay Ooh, Lohan. I love that. Um, the the guy like has less interesting credits. So I feel like this was probably Gail's brainchild because um, Kelly is kind of similar to Lola mm-hmm. from Confessions of a Teenage Except Drama Queen. Except for not with the lying. Lola's a huge liar. Yeah, Lola is like problematic, whereas Kelly is not. Yeah. But Lola, Lola is like also very charismatic and like fabulous lola tells everyone her dad is dead when he's not yeah that i honestly think that was like i like that movie a lot now i think as a kid it was almost too much for me i was like what in the world yeah (laughs) i was like no 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 um this movie was directed by larry shaw um he he directed like a lot of like episodes of like desperate housewives gossip girl smash he did direct one episode of lizzie mcguire um, and the music, the score, is by David Cate, um, who also did the scores for films including DCOMs, including Eddie's Million Dollar Cookoff, Camp Rock, Life is Rough, and Stuck in the Suburbs. Love. Yeah. And the score is very, like, military-inspired. It's, like, flutes, drums, trumpets. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It yeah. fits the movie really well. Mm-hmm. Nora, should we talk about Christy Carlson Romano's YouTube videos a little? Yes. Okay, so... She's been posting these videos where she'll like she'll make a title that's like why I lost the role of like Mia in Princess Diaries, but then the video will be like, I didn't audition. Yeah. And it's like, okay, like and they're like kinda like clickbaity like that. It's like, why I don't talk to Hillary Joff anymore? She just got really busy and we're not friends. But exactly. it's like the title is so like salacious. Um it's but, amazing. and she's always like running, like running or like walking. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Walking like really fast in the woods. And it's like, who is the camera person? Like, how are Always they keeping on the up with her? It's like, the way she films is really interesting. Yes, you're so right. She is literally always on the go. <laughs> she's always like running through a forest. Like, okay, so like why? I'm like not on friends with Shia LaBeouf anymore. And she's like pushing leaves out of her pushing face. Leaves. And like, like going under branches. It's like nuts. Yes. Wait, I found an amazing quote from the um, Princess Diaries one that you brought up. She goes, just because Anne Hathaway looks like me doesn't mean we're the same talent. It doesn't mean that she or I have more or less talent. <laughs> it's like, was anyone saying like, those things? Also, like, I, Christy, literally love you so much. But, like, I would argue you are that not Anne, Anne Hathaway. Hathaway does. Yeah, have more talent. I would argue that <laughs> Sorry. she factually does. Yeah, she like has an Oscar. She has yeah. an Academy Award. Yes, absolutely, she does. And yeah, she she has one about Cadet Kelly. Like she did one specifically about Cadet Kelly. Love. Um, and she had really nice things to say about Hillary Duff. She said that she was nervous that Hillary wouldn't like her. Um, I guess because they were both, I don't know, both like Disney Channel stars. Um, she also revealed that her husband is actually in the Marines. And I guess she was telling him like, you know, I did like boot camp for this movie I did. And he like heard what she had to do. And he's like, yeah, that's not like what actual military school is like at all. Like you had like a really easy version, uh, which isn't that surprising, obviously. Yeah. Um, they also, they had real, I think I might've touched on this. They had like real cadets who went to military school, like mixing with the actors for this oh, movie. Like they were in some of the huh. shots. And Christy said that there were romances between some of the cadets and like the actor girls, <gasps> the dancer girls. Wow. Christy also had a crush during the filming on Sean Ashmore, who plays Brad, and they went on a couple of dates. Aww. Yeah. That's cute. And she compared um, Hilary Duff's mom to Kris Jenner before Kris Jenner. <gasps> Isn't that interesting? Like her real mom? Yeah, Hilary's real mom. 
Oh my god! But she kind of said it in a positive way. She was like, she was just so awesome. Like I think just oh. like because she was like a, okay, because she was like I think she was like I mean honestly no child star like you have to have a parent that's yeah. like all right let's go to this audition like otherwise yes. like you don't it doesn't work no and like um Haley Duff is also an actor so like yeah. that, their whole family was like trying to act yeah exactly I got to interview Haley Duff that was fun. oh yeah <laughs> she yes. was super nice oh my god I forgot about that <laughs> so random um. Yeah, but so honestly, that's like mostly what Christy Carlson Romano is doing now. She's like not really acting anymore. It started with her having like a YouTube show called Christy's Kitchen Throwback, where she would like cook with like kind of child star type people, I think. Huh. I don't even really know. But then she started doing these YouTube videos instead. <laughs> and I do have to read a quote that I'm obsessed with from an interview that Christy did with Elle magazine. I was more like the horse girl of that generation. <laughs> Less glam, more Abercrombie. <laughs> what? I'm like, is she even a horse girl? But like, why do I know exactly what she means by that quote? I'm like, you were more the horse girl of that generation. What? <laughs> oh, she's an icon, I fear. I love her. Oh. oh my God, that's so good. Do you have to say anything else about Christy? Um, No. Okay. <laughs> Wait, oh, I know one thing I want to say about her. I know people know her from like even Stevens in this movie, but she was also on the Broadway kids soundtrack that we listened to a lot what as song? children. Which one did she say? Well, like that. So that CD was all like a, a group of kids that had all been on Broadway and she was in like multiple. Like she, Wait. I think she had solos on like a couple songs. So that was different from the Disney one where they all sang? Yeah, it wasn't Disney Mania. It was like Broadway kids, which was specifically kids who had been on broadway was and they sang the like different sound. yeah she sang on the angelical cats that was track one so you remember we would the always, yeah because i remember we'd always like skip track yeah one. We, we were we weren't fans of andrew lloyd weber's work at that no. time <laughs> can't say we're a huge fan yeah angelical cats is honestly a scary song especially when you're little yeah um and she oh also God. was bell on broadway oh man really yeah okay talent i know um, wait, on Disney Mania, what was your favorite song on that album? Oh, this is honestly, I really fucked with um, Annalise Vanderpool's I was, Candle oh, in the Water. I was really? literally about to say that. She slayed. She has such a good voice. I'll be your She's like, on the water. Yeah, she sounds She's amazing. so good. Oh my God. Okay, I literally was going to say the exact same answer. I also liked when the Cheetah Girls minus Raven did um, the Hercules song. I won't say I'm oh, in Oh yeah, love. that's a really good yeah, one. That was a good one. I wonder if there's any way to like find that CD. We definitely still have it. It's probably like scratched to no end. <laughs> no, it's but... probably like... <laughs> yeah, it's like... <laughs> you try and play it. It's like... <laughs> yeah, definitely. But I, we loved that CD. Oh, oh my yeah, God. we loved that CD. I think Hilary Duff was on one of them, but I don't really remember what she I did. I think that... My, yeah, and the Miley Cyrus <gasps> sang like Skippity Doodah or something. Oh my god, you're so right. And it was when she was like still like quite young. Like she was very much Hannah Montana. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she was like zip the soon. <laughs> oh Miley. So I, I wanna talk a little bit about we we obviously touched on this movie being gay a lot, but yeah. there's like stuff in the media about it. Like Hillary and Christy have both like commented on it. Love. Yeah. Um, like Christy has said that she wants a reboot where Jennifer Stone is now kind of like Joe's job, like the head of the school and married to a woman. I and stand. Christy also posted a TikTok that's like a picture of uh, Kelly and Jennifer, like, you know, eye to eye, like really looking at each other with that TikTok idea that's like, I know something you don't. And she's like green screen, like she's in front of it, like singing along. And it's like, so do you know that they're, they're gay? gay? Do you know that you're gay? Like, I don't quite understand. Yeah. And she did like hashtag LGBTQ, hashtag gay pride, <laughs> hashtag love is love. And I'm like, wow. interesting. She's trying to get those views from the gay community. She really is. <laughs> She really is. And didn't you say that Hillary like talked about this in an interview? Yeah, she did. I kind of forget the exact interview, but basically they asked her about it and she was like, oh, like I never thought of it like that. But I, if that helped people, like I'm so happy. Like I love that that was um, representation. Like she didn't really seem to know what they were talking about. She was <laughs> like, I never saw it that way. But she was like, if people took it that way, I think that's great. Oh, that's so sweet. Yeah. I love that. And then there's also Reductress. If you guys know Reductress, they did an article with the headline, Sexual Fantasies That Are Just Christy Carlson Romano Yelling At You. And the picture <laughs> is her in Cadet Kelly. Christy. <laughs> Shall we talk about the cast that aren't Hill and Christy a little yeah. bit, just briefly? So Nora mentioned that Andrea Lewis, who plays Carla, was Hazel on Degrassi. Mm -hmm. um, she is like still kind of in showbiz. I saw from her Instagram that she has like a production company now. Um, Sean Ashmore, who plays Brad, is still acting. He's been in X-Men movies. He's on the ABC show, The Rookie. 
um, Linda Cash, who plays the mom. So there's there's a lot of um, Canadian actors in this movie since it was filmed in Canada. She's one of them. Um, she's in that movie Waiting for Guffman, which is like pretty famous. That's like her main thing. Um, Gary Cole, who plays Sir, is actually like famous. He's like AF. famous. What else is he in? He's been on NCIS, uh, Bob's Burgers, Family right. Guy, Big Mouth. He's been in like a ton of movies. Also, this is cool. He was the voice of Kim Possible's dad <gasps> with Christy. So they have that connection. Love. Oh yeah, I forgot that Christy is Kim Possible. Kim Possible. Yes. Huh. She's definitely also talked about like wanting to re- reboot that. That I'd want to see. Yeah. Why not, right? Yeah. I hate that's like to me the I hate that Kim is like with Ron. <sighs> I know. Cause she's like actually like literally her parents are not to be elitist, but like her parents are a rocket scientist and a brain surgeon and yeah. she's Kim Possible and Ron is always like such a dunce. He has like a mole rat. <laughs> yeah, and he can mole rat. <laughs> Rufus. <laughs> yeah ron's a flop and he like doesn't deserve her yeah it's like there's certain like dynamics where it's like oh it's like the best friend like you never saw it coming and it's like cute but like ron, ron doesn't really like, have any strength he doesn't even have like a good personality no he's like kind of annoying he's annoying yeah i, I can't i can't say i ship that one yeah um one final actor nigel hammer who plays like her biological dad also canadian and he was also on degrassi which is a canadian show for those of you who don't know he oh. was toby and ashley's stepdad Oh, yeah. I remember that now. Yeah. Wow. So cool. A lot of Degrassi people in this. Um, one segment that we're going to do in all these episodes is if this movie was a Zodiac sign. Um, I'm really into astrology. Nora is like, in, mm, less so. I'm supportive of it, but okay. I don't really understand everything <laughs> about it. Fair. I think a lot of people are with you there. Um, so for this one, I gave I gave this movie Leo. You know, Leo is, is associated with being, like, fabulous and charismatic, which Kelly obviously is. But Leos also like to be part of something bigger. Like, even though they're super into individuality, they like to be part of a community. You know, they're, they are your theater kids that like being part of the ensemble. They are your football captains that love their team. Um, so, you know, they're independent, but they like having a structure that they can, like, rise through the ranks of. Right. Um, and I also feel like Leos are low-key patriotic. Yeah. And this movie kind of is. Yeah, I think it definitely is. Even though they, like, never mention America. Yeah, right. It's, like, more just, like, pro-military. Yeah, it's pro-military school. Yeah. And then Nora is going to kind of take the charge on our, um, we're going to yeah. be ranking the love interest in each film that we recap. So we're rating them on a scale of one to four. So one is we support this union. We love them. We love, think they're a good couple. Um, Two, we have some notes. So this is, like, reserved for couples where we think they're a good match but there are some red flags and we're not sure if it's going to work out and then number three is lizzie who are you going to believe this boy who you are knowing your whole life or this boy who you are just meeting who says you shine with the light from the sun so this is a lizzie mcguire quote from the movie and it is she says it about paolo and paolo was like the first fuck boy like he is like Everyone's in fashion with him. He's super charming, but he is red flags. He is, his intentions are not pure and it's not no. going to work out. So that's Mm-mm. reserved for love interests that are like that. And then number four, get this person to a therapist stat. Just bad vibe. This person is not Toxic. a good vibe. Okay. So Sarah, what are you giving Brad and Kelly? I'm going to give Brad and Kelly um, number two. We have some notes. Mm-hmm. I actually like love Brad and I think he's fun. I just don't think that he's the one. I think that maybe they can have a little flirt mance. Maybe they can like kiss a little. Maybe, maybe they'll date, but I honestly don't even really think so. Mm-hmm. I think she kind of has her military school goggles on. He's the hot shot in town. And I just don't think that they like ultimately will have that much in common. Yeah, I gave it the same thing. Have some notes. I think that they're probably going to flirt for like, a while and she's gonna make him up so much in her head to be like this perfect person and then they're gonna go on a date and she's gonna be like he's kind of boring yeah and it's gonna end there i also think we should rate um the mom and sir oh okay that's I mean, harder right like i feel like i might give it the same thing. i'm gonna give it the same thing too yeah because like i think that obviously they love each other mm-hmm. but like i just think like I don't know. I, I just think like we ha- listen, we have no idea what happens behind closed doors with them because we did see them being like very affectionate at the beginning, like making out in front of Kelly, like to the point where it was almost like Travis and Courtney vibes, like, yeah. whoa, <laughs> yeah. kissing in front of your child. Yeah. Um, But I don't know. I just feel like Sir is emotionally distant and she uprooted her life for him, which I think could like lead to resentment once the honeymoon phase ends. Yeah. So we'll see and how they like, co-parent. I, yeah, I kind of feel the same. Like I 
I'm very confused about who the mom is. Like, mm-hmm. I have a lot of questions about her personality. I like, can't get a sense of who she is. But, yeah, it does seem like they're really different. I think, yeah, they do love each other, but it doesn't seem like a very natural pairing to me. And not that people that get divorced once are going to get divorced again, but, like, we saw her other marriage didn't work out. And so, like, yeah. maybe if there's some red flags in this marriage, maybe, like, this marriage will also not work out. But I yeah. wish them the best. Yeah, we do wish them the best. Good luck, guys. Good luck, guys. Good luck, Charlie. Um, and we're also going to do for each episode our rose and our thorn, something we loved and something we despised. What's your rose, Nora? Okay, so my rose was Kelly joining the drill team because I think it was um, a chance for her to be like more creative and like that obviously was kind of taken away from her when she went to military school and it's a chance for her to like, yeah, like she kind of gets to like make routines and like dance and i think that that's gonna like fill that hole that's been kind of taken in her life um yeah yeah. that's the saving grace for her like i think she would not have lasted if she didn't find that creative outlet i think that's true that's beautiful my rose was um like a, a movie for kind of teens that didn't really have like a true romance. Like mm-hmm. she had this flirtation with Brad, but like they never kiss, they never actually get together. And I like that because I think that's more realistic for someone who's like 14. Yeah. Like, you know, I mean, obviously yeah. people do date and kiss when they're 14, but like I think kind of like the average 14 year old is more just pining and flirting yeah. more than they're like having a kiss in front of fireworks and <laughs> dating. Like, yeah. yeah. So I, I appreciated that. I, I like that. Um, And then my thorn was the unborn baby and <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> and like not in a dark way not even in a dark at all okay, but okay. i just feel like the baby makes the situation so permanent like if there wasn't a child involved like in four years the mom could be like hey like this isn't really working out like let's just go back to new york but this baby is going to tie her to sir forever yeah and it's just like yeah i don't like the situation i don't want kelly to like at military school for that long and i feel like the baby is really going to make her be at military school for so long I so agree. i just wish that element wasn't involved because then it would feel like she could get out of it and that honestly brings me to my thorn which is just horrifying parenting never getting criticized uh-huh like the fact that we're just supposed to like not think this is really bad yep is concerning to me like the mom is like not made out to be like uncool in any way and nope. kelly like never even really stands up to the situation no you're like supposed to really like the mom and like i just i'm like i don't really know who she is yeah um and we're gonna be giving all of these movies an overall grade Mm -hmm. a through f and what'd you give this one nora i'm giving this one a b okay because i do think it's really good and i think it's one of the better decoms i don't think it's like top top tier um I guess my, like, critique of why it's not an A is I just think it's, like, missing a little bit of depth. Like, it is kind of missing, like, um, deeper nuance that I feel like some of the other DCOMs have. But I do think it's really good. I think that Hilary Duff is a star. I think that it's, like, really funny in some parts. Like, some of the lines really made me laugh. Um, But, yeah, I'm giving it a B. Okay, yeah, I I feel very similarly. I gave it a B plus for very similar reasons. Like I think it has a lot of heart, some genuinely good acting, thoroughly entertaining. It's just like a little silly and a little hard to suspend your disbelief in certain moments. Mm-hmm. And everything's kind of like tied up neatly with a bow without actually going deeper into some of the like themes it introduces, some of the like emotion. It doesn't really go deeper emotionally, yep. I think was my issue with yeah. it. But it is a really good one. Um, and I, yeah, I think it's like higher echelon decom for sure yeah Nora do you have a favorite quote from this movie uh yes we've already mentioned this a little bit but my favorite quote of this movie was we may be in military school but we still live in a democracy love my favorite quote is one that comes up many times throughout the movie which is Kelly saying I have to do everything really sums up her position in her life love love so the last thing we want to do during every episode is if listening to this somehow made you be like, you know what? I want to rewatch Cadet Kelly. We are going to give you some drinking game rules to help you enjoy. Yes. And they're all available on Disney Plus. Correct. Um, so you want to start off, Sarah? Sure. So drink every time Kelly says, I have to do everything. Drink every time someone salutes. Drink every time the blanket gets screen time. Drink every time the drill team is mentioned. Drink every time Jennifer calls Kelly a maggot. Drink every time a bombshell is dropped on Kelly. (laughs) I like that one. (laughs) 
So thank you so much to anybody who listened to this entire thing. Thank you. Our first ever episode. We have a lot more decoms for you. So yes. please follow our journey. And this was really fun. Really fun. Bye, Nora. Bye.